Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the Cats. And I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, and together, Curtis and I are here every day, Monday through Friday, talking to Cats. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, you can hear it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. On this edition of the show, we are going to be talking football and basketball, but not in the traditional senses necessarily. Uh, The football conversation will kind of be focused around uh, off day um, from camp. There were some cool videos put out by UK Football. Uh, We're also going to update on some basketball recruiting and because we got a DM about some information that we'll share. And then we will, uh, without shame, pat ourselves on the back since Kyle and I's run on this podcast is coming to an end. But let's start, Kyle. Um, I don't know how much you got to see. It's something that I think a lot of programs do, almost all of them do. Once you get in a situation where you're in the grind of camp, you have one of these off days and you have a fun day, and being summertime, normally they're at the pool. UK football had one today. And I tell you what, we talked about the athleticism of some of those big big guys. You could see it. Those big guys were diving off the uh, the board and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, the the Marquand McCall uh, acrobatics were unexpected, or at least for me they were. Maybe other people knew that the big man could move like that, but that's pretty impressive stuff, yeah. I knew that he could move because, you know, when you're watching practice and when the music starts going – he, he gets to boogieing, man, and he's got the moves. I mean, and he's just blessed that I guess he just, you know, is, is just multifaceted as a human, can play some football, can dance, can swim. I mean, he's the total package, and eventually we're going to get to see him on the field, I'm predicting. Right now he's behind a bunch of talented defensive linemen that we've talked about a lot this year. Another big guy that – um, I've been talking about a lot lately, was also kind of pictured in their photo gallery. Uh, Darian Kennard <laughs> looked like he was, it was a picture, but it looked like he was doing an impressive dive off the board as well. So like Kyle, we talk about how big those guys are, but they can still move. And it was kind of uh, shown off in a unusual setting when it's at the pool there. How, yeah. By the way, how big is Marquand McCall? As we're telling people about him doing flips at the pool. I think he's 350 is what he's listed at, but he's probably more than that. Yeah, that's a big dude. And, uh, of course, there's a a uh, fully flexed, tatted up uh, Cash Daniel photo. So, for people who uh, enjoy things such as that, you can uh, check that out. So, all our lady listeners... Have at it. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's the other thing that's always fun about these settings is you get to see the variety of humans that play <laughs> football. <laughs> yeah, there's certainly a lot of different styles of people. Uh, 6'3", 365 on Marquand McCall, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. He's notable for being a giant human who can do flips, but also – as I pull up his bio, I'm reminded his hometown is Detroit, Michigan, and we talked on the last podcast about some major inroads Kentucky's making recruiting in Michigan and Detroit in particular. Uh, I guess we give some credit to 
uh, Marquand McCall for getting that pipeline going. He and DeAndre Square were like the kind of trailblazers in Steve Klinkscale coerced them down and convinced them to come to UK, and now that that road is becoming more and more uh, traveled, um, and it's going to be the most traveled I think this year if they keep the guys that they got signed. You know, I'm um, talking about kind of uh, McCall dancing a little bit. I forgot to mention when I was talking about open practice, it was funny. Something you I don't know if I've ever heard it before. Uh, during one of the breaks, they play music, and little Johnny Cash came over the speakers, and I'm like, hey, that's a change of pace. Normally, it's rap, and someone's got some Johnny Cash mixed in there. Kyle, would you like to predict who, because I don't know the answer, so this is just a question that I would will guess along with you afterwards. Who, put, who would have put that music on there? Landon Young. That, that's a good guess. I'm wondering. I think Cash Daniel sort of hinted the other day they had. Um, oh, now I've completely blanked on his name. Tyler Childers? Tyler Childers, yeah. Uh, and Cash Daniel said, Who do you think the DJ was? So I assume it was Cash Daniel for that one. Um, but I'll say for Johnny, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if Cash put Johnny Cash on as well. Cash, Cash and Cash. But uh, I'm, for this one, I'm going to say Landon Young. Because as we know, he's real country, not fake country. That is 100% and always needs to be mentioned. Landon Young's countryness is never to be even thought about being questioned. Um, And I I like that. I'm going to try to do some more investigating into this next time we talk to the team and and see where that went. I don't know if you – have you ever heard the tales of of when, how Mummy uh, was the coach, Kyle? No, I have not. He would only play, and Anthony White, um, who is on the Sunday morning show on LAP with me, uh, is just always gets me cracking up when he talks about it. He would play Jimmy Buffett like on a loop, and sometimes the players would complain, and he's like, "It's my practice. I'm gonna play the music I want." <laughs> yeah, well, I, it's hard to argue. I think anymore, you probably can't get away with that because. We uh, we live in a player-driven world, and you probably need to play some music that's players actually like. Also, from that time, and this is like third hand, but I'm gonna gonna share it anyway because this guy's always in the news for doing crazy things on social media. So I believe this. When Mike Leach was uh, the offensive coordinator at Kentucky, um, someone said that they lived in his neighborhood. And he would go to the grocery store, but he wouldn't drive his car. He would rollerblade from his home to the grocery store. <laughs> wow. All right. That's, uh, I, I'm afraid to rollerblade, so I wouldn't do it at all, but I sure wouldn't go all the way from my house to the grocery. Well, you might've lived close. I mean, you can, you know, you lived in such a secluded, gated community, Kyle. That it is not a gated community. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have people accusing me of being a coastal elite. Uh, well. It is not a gated community, well, for the record. I always like, when I go go over to your house, I have to, I have to like comb my hair and make sure everything everything's okay. <laughs> or I'll feel out of place. Have the neighbors calling the cops. Exactly, exactly. The, That's the what shoveled guy peeking in my, in my front door. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been there. Um, All right, uh, let's take our first break, and coming up after this, we'll switch to some basketball recruiting, Um, and I guess we'll we'll also share some exciting news about my new job, uh, because there was a press release today, so we'll share that right after this. You are Locked On Kentucky, 
your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. Today, the 247 came out with their new rankings, and as Evan Daniel promised in his story, J.J. Trainer, the local product out of Bardstown, has moved up. Kyle, what was, I don't even remember, what was his official number? He was in the I top believe, 100. I was just looking at it, and now I've already lost it, but I believe it was like 70. 76th or something like that yeah he, uh, he moved I'll, I'll i'll talk for a minute you yeah get the exact he is number. he is 76th and and he was like not even i don't think he was even a four-star recruit or in the top 100 at all i know he was not in the top 100 he might not have been like in the top 200 um i'm trying to see if it it doesn't look like it says how far he moved up but it was a lot now he's uh 76th and um, you know, I, to me, that's got to be the highest an in-state guy has been ranked in some time. Uh, Dante Allen ended up, I think, in the hundreds last year. Um, I'm gonna look at that while you talk. But uh, oh well, but that, yeah, that, you know, that's a that's a big, uh, a pretty big deal. Um, you know, there had been all the buzz about him blowing up this summer, and obviously he has. So yeah, and um, the news that we got. Uh, via direct message to us um, we were kind of surmising about uh, a trainer's dad who played for Louisville and what we were wondering if there was any overlap with Kenny Payne uh, we're not sure about that um, but uh, someone did tell me that his high school coach uh, was also a former Louisville player and he was teammates with Kenny Payne um, and so there as we talked about there's kind of could you know multiple allegiances there obviously Kenny Payne was a player at Louisville, anybody who played with him <laughs> was a Louisville player. And so they would, I'm sure, feel some tug toward the university, but there's also probably some pull to their former teammate and friend. Um, and so if if the offers get made between those two schools and that becomes kind of a recruiting battle, it'll be interesting to see uh, where he ends up. But it seems like he's definitely going to be a talent. And wherever he goes, they're going to get a, a fantastic player. Yeah, and the uh, Ben Roberts has a story on the Herald Leader set, noting that only three players this year went from unranked, completely unranked, into the top 100, and he's one of them. Uh, also, Dante Allen last year ended up 97th in the 247. Not to composite, then we should note the difference here. These rankings we're talking about are 247's own rankings, and then their composite takes everybody or a bunch of others into consideration. But we're talking about their rankings. Essentially, Evan Daniels' rankings um, is where J.J. Trainer has moved up. And in those same rankings last year, Dante Allen was 97. So Trainer at 76 uh, is 21 spots higher. So, I, you know, if you if they get somebody, I'll pull this kid, and I, and I don't know – you know, it's good that they have a connection there. Uh, but it is, um, you know, I, it's unclear to me if they're going to have a, a really good shot at him or not. But if they could pull in back-to-back years a guy like Allen and then Trainer, two top 100 in-state kids, those are the kind of in-state kids you want to get. Um, you know, they're not going to just – they've made it pretty clear when we talk to Joel. They're not just going to go grab – guys who are from the state to say hey we're recruiting the state They're, they don't really care about that because they want guys that are good enough to play at kentucky but if you find a couple like this that look like they are good enough to play at kentucky it's uh those are good gets and if, I, it would be really something for them to get uh two in a row it would appease i would think appease the 
the why don't we have more Kentucky kids uh, crowd. Yeah, and I mean that that's always some people love that line of discussion. Um, so it, it, I'm kind of I'm, I'm going to follow this recruitment regardless of if Kentucky offers or not because I feel like the players involved the local schools, um, you know, the Northern Kentuckys and all those are heavily involved. And now will the not like I don't want to categorize it as like loyalty, but it'll be it'll kind of be maybe similar to what UK football deals with where they identify a guy early and then he blows up and then sometimes the big-time schools come in and offer. It could be a similar situation where NKU and Cincinnati were in earlier and then the more traditional power conferences come in a little bit later because you know that's a situation where he is now that four-star. And I, I saw some people at Rivals um, tweeting that they would expect him to jump in um, uh, in their rankings as well when they re-rank the, the class. So it's a guy who's going to be a ton of attention. And, I mean, if you're just a, a basketball fan, I, you know, Bardstown isn't, isn't too far. So you maybe you'll get to go check him out. Last year you were talking about Dante Allen. I was pretty lucky. I think I got to see his uh, second or third to last high school game before he suffered that injury. Um, so, you know, Kyle, as you pointed out, there's like the, not the top, top-tier talent. There is some in Kentucky, but it's kind of staggered. And so when there's a chance to go see that, I always recommend people do it. And so there'll be another chance to do that this season. Um, Let's go now to plug in my next gig, I guess, Kyle, because you had a nice tweet. There are going to be two new programs that you're going to be able to listen to and watch. BBN Radio and BBN TV um, are going to be debuting once we get underway um, next week. Um, they're through the UK Sports Network. Uh, BBN TV will feature Christy Thomas, Lee K. Howard, and then a bunch of uh, analysts, Tom Leach and, and the like, that are on the network. BBN Radio will be right after the Mark Stoop show on your local uh, affiliate, and it'll be hosted by Darren Hedrick, who is the voice of UK baseball and UK women's basketball. And then that program will kind of be a rotating list of UK athletes, coaches from that aren't Mark Stoops or John Calipari. So there'll be good rotation of that. Um, Kyle, I guess that uh, the one thing to note is I have found out today that now this is all my responsibility, right? <laughs> According to TJ, yeah, he, didn't, he hasn't told you yet, but you're, uh, you're in charge of everything. And as you noted, you're used to that. You, you, you kind of keep everything uh, together for Lockdown Kentucky, so... Hopefully, uh, which I guess we can announce here now, since Kyle Mann announced it, uh, J. Kyle Mann, I'll be in Kyle Tucker. Um, I think we're going to go by J. Kyle and in Kyle. Uh, is yeah, going to be taking over for that's you. That's not the, confusing uh, at all. In the, in the co-host chair, uh, folks who've listened uh, have heard us talk about Kyle and um, we're going to have him on with us as sort of a, uh, transitional show on, we're going to record on, live on Saturday at grassroots, have Kyle and Curtis both on with me, uh, to sort of let Curtis pass the torch. Uh, we're really excited to have Kyle and we're going to still obviously have Curtis on to let him plug his, do his propaganda on UK football. Now that he, he's working uh, directly with those guys over at UK. Um, but yeah, you, you, uh, I don't. I hope Kyle's really organized because, as everyone knows, I'm not, and uh, I can't keep the wheels on this thing by myself. You've been doing that for 
a good long time now, and I'm sure Kentucky uh, Athletics is excited to have you over there because they know they can count on you, as I have. And uh, I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to be a little lost without you, buddy. I, I, I hope Kyle can hold it together, the other Kyle. Yeah, that's what I'm most interested to see between you two is how you, you know, just the, the keeping the Kyles, uh, a pile of Kyles. Uh, <laughs> you guys could work on a lot. Might of be a pile, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break, um, and I don't know what we'll do. <laughs> we might. I think let's let's because we're gonna have a ton of football to talk about tomorrow. And as as Kyle just mentioned, that live recording at Grassroots is gonna be kind of a transitional one. So uh, let's let's get a little nostalgic and talk about some of the fun moments that we've had. That you know. Um, well, Kyle, as you just said, I'm supposed to keep the wheels on this, but I didn't do any prep for this next segment about some favorite moments that we've done recording, but uh, we'll talk about them off the top of our head right after this. You are Locked On Kentucky, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I don't know why the first memory I have when I think about like what we've done on this podcast, Kyle, but um, the game down <laughs> at Auburn where... We recorded after the game, and it wasn't anything specific to the game, um, but the loudest trash can I have, oh, ever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have ever remembered uh, was like rolling behind us, and then uh, so we're like trying to pause, trying to talk over it, not knowing exactly what to do, and then the other kind of wasn't necessarily awkward, but it was just like we had it wasn't really an audience, um, but it was a situation where. Uh, PJ Washington's family uh, was over to the side, and so we're sitting there talking about about him and Paul Washington, the dad. I don't think he was within earshot, but it was like a situation where you're kind of like looking over your shoulder, like, uh, is he listening to us? Hopefully, we don't say anything <laughs> wrong about PJ. Yeah, no, uh, I, I remember that Auburn trip very well. Uh, we, uh, for reasons we can't mention on this podcast, <laughs> I think that was the trip. Uh, was that the uh, interaction in the tunnel trip? Yeah. Oh no, nope, nope, nope. That was Ole oh, Miss. Okay. That was Ole oh, Miss. Oh, that's right. You're right. I thought that was <laughs> Auburn too. But yeah, we uh, uh, the loud trash can, and then uh, it, one of the things I always enjoyed was uh, catching up with PJ's dad, um, just in sort of unofficial capacities after games or before games. Um, I thought you were going to say one of the first things that comes to mind uh, is. Was it West Virginia? Where did you have to sleep on my floor? Was it West Virginia? Yeah, but I think that technically wasn't on this podcast. That might have, was that on? Um, well, I'm just in general. We've yeah. been podcasting together for a while. But. Yeah, that was Morgantown, West Virginia, when I slept on your hotel floor because we had, we stayed out too late and didn't check in and they gave away my room. Yeah, that was, uh, that was quite, Quite a thing, and you uh, you join the list that includes uh, John Hale and Joe Masato, and I think Ben. I can't remember if Ben Roberts and I have actually shared a hotel room or not. But most of the people on the Kentucky beat are aware that I'm a horrific snorer, uh, and you that was your introduction to that. So I honestly don't remember you snoring at all because. Um, to kind of give like the full backstory of basically what happened, Kyle and I, we rode up there together and then, um, we got there, I don't know, a couple hours before. And instead of going to check into our hotel, 
like we probably should have. We went over to um, some of the other guys on the beat were at a hotel closer to the arena and they were playing some video games. So like the children we are, we ended up playing video games for an hour or two and then went to the game. NBA Street. Yes. And that game, um, if I'm sure you all recall, that was was a late game and was unbelievably exciting. Um, and so after we all wrapped up our coverage at the arena, we quickly went back to the hotel, had a quick meal at an Applebee's that was close by, and then proceeded to play more video games until late in the night to try to wind down. And by the time we got back to the hotel we were scheduled to stay at, all the rooms had been given away. All but one. And so we, uh, Curtis crashed on my floor and we were probably so tired that maybe you didn't hear me snoring. I think that's what ended up happening. I was just completely unaware of anything else in the world. I was just ready for bed. It's true, but it's been, uh, it's been awesome, man. It has been a a good time doing this podcast with you and our other podcast with you uh, and with Joe before he up and left us, um, and uh, we'll miss you, man. And like you're not gonna go anywhere. We'll see you all the time, and like we said, we'll still have you on. But uh, it'll be weird not to do our little uh, live recorded intro together. Uh, that was that was another like very memorable <laughs> moment that I'll never forget is when we did the the podcast with Joel Justice, and he just looked at us like, "Wait, you guys record that intro every time? Every time, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just record it?" And play it back. That's it's, a good question, Joel asks. I'll say that. That's a thing I've thought about every single time we record it since then. But uh, Well, maybe Jay Kyle Mann can do that for you. That's true. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll finally get, get my podcast co-host to actually do something for me. Um, yeah, but I mean, I'll always just love, those are always fun too. The, the live recordings, uh, well, they weren't live, but the recordings that were right after live games, um, specifically, we did, I don't know, countless of them. Um, where we were either watching the um, the floor at Rupp Arena being picked up because there was a concert, um, and another, I forget which game it was, but do you remember when we witnessed the Instagram photo shoot <laughs> down on the uh, court? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's, uh, that is a, a thing that happens a lot now at, at events, is people go just so they can take glamour shots. Uh in the arena for concerts and basketball games. And that one was really distracting. It was a full blown posed out magazine type, uh, Instagram shoot. Yeah. There was like multiple, multiple pictures taken of people trying to jump as if they were going to dunk. I just still didn't. It was, it was kind of crazy, um, to see. You know, speaking of Joe, I also liked the when I recorded in a car a podcast in the car with him once, and he did not want to do it at all. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other, in the other version of this with SEC Country, when Joe Masada was on the team, making him un- uncomfortable was was just a, a a real a real fun fun time for me to do, and I know you <laughs> like to do it to him too. So, shout out to Joe Masada. Yep, all my, all my, uh, I'm having to pour a lot out for all my uh, departed homies. Yeah, that's 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 very true. Um, like maybe it says something about me that everyone, uh, everyone I work with goes somewhere else. Except Jeff Greer, he always circles back and finds you. It's true. Jeff misses me. Jeff Greer loves you. Um, I've been so good to Jeff. That's true. You've taught him so much. I did. 
basically basically you're you're like he's a mini I'm like his, kyle i'm like his i'm like his big brother is is like literally big brother <laughs> <laughs> jeff is like my literal little brother oh poor career i don't know kyle any any other things that you remember i mean the, obviously the ncaa tournament those were fun recording recording yeah, those no, trying the, to uh, no, the, the, it, it was uh, in my new role where I didn't have to necessarily write, you know, first thing as soon as the game ended or, uh, you know, scramble to post something and could take a little time with it. That was nice in terms of the writing gig so that you and I could sit down and just kind of uh, sort of decompress the game uh, in real time right after it was over. Right, We'd watch the game, go do our interviews with the players and, and Cal and coaches and and then sit down and kind of talk our way through it. And it was a, always a good good way for me to process what we had just seen. And uh, hopefully people have enjoyed that. That and just, uh, you know, we filled a lot of hours in the off season together as well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we've done it well or not, but we've done our best and uh, try to keep it light and, and uh, informative as well. But, uh, no, it's just been a – it's been good, man. I enjoy sitting – sitting down every day and having a chance to kind of catch up with the news, uh, news of the day with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if, uh, if I had a nickel for every time over these past couple months after basketball wrapped up, if one of us would say to the other, what are we going to talk about today? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. That's how we start pretty much every one of these phone calls. So what are we talking about? We do a lot of, a lot of pre-planning. Tons of, tons of pre-planning. So, but that's been, that's been part of the fun. And, you know, obviously I just really appreciated you, um, for, for setting this in motion. Uh, appreciated to everybody on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's a really cool, cool format that I think, you know, obviously is continuing with you and, and Kyle Mann. And so everybody should stay subscribed and, and just keep on the lookout and, I'll attempt to drop in from time to time. I think we'll be able to to work that out. So um, stay locked locked in to Locked On Kentucky. Um, uh, next edition. And you're sh- not done. We got a couple more. You got a two more of these to do. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be talking a bunch of football tomorrow because we'll have um, the open practice, not an open practice, but we'll have post-practice interviews with some of the, the – the coaches and players so we'll probably have maybe an interview from that and then we'll discuss what they had to say and then i guess we'll, we'll get maybe we'll get your predictions on the season uh kyle on the next one on this one as well so all right um i guess we should probably wrap this one up before i start singing um some green day hope you had the time of your life or maybe some like sarah <laughs> mclaughlin will you remember me kyle i will because i will remember you you'll still be here so I'll definitely remember you. All right. Follow along on social media. The handles are at LockedOnUK on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Kyle. At Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H. I am at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. Please subscribe um, and please share the podcast with somebody else who would enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. You are locked on Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. All right. Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky. Hold on, let me start over.